Hey, we're back. It's been a while. Um, I think we've been all over the country in the last couple of weeks, uh, mainly for school activities, but uh, we're back and ready to do the next podcast. So, Adam, you, you don't sound too good. Yeah, we've been a little bit busy, a little wear and tear. Body's ready for a nap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, we'll take the weekend, recoup, stop, uh, start feeling a little bit better. Got a sore throat this, today, but... Yeah, so, what better thing to do with a sore throat than to have you Record talk? a podcast, absolutely. Yeah, so... <laughs> All right, so um, just in the news, since November 1st, been quite a bit on um, the the aftermath of Harvey. Um, just a few details, just to give you an idea, the trip, just to make sure we start, the trip is March 20th, sorry, again, February 23rd to March 3rd, and people will fly down there. Okay, he's saying 4th. I want everyone to be home before the fourth. So I'm saying, I'm going to keep saying the third. We we, right. we have school All the right. next day. So uh, the fourth may be a travel day. Um, so, yeah. So along those lines, the idea, we're not getting a bus. Um, buses were just, they were $20,000 for a bus and it just wasn't worth it. So what we will do is fly down and have people pick people up at the airport. Uh, we will be taking down two different vans in advance one with tools and one with bags and sleeping bags and cots and whatever else we need um so if if giant if i might as well start with the biggest ask of the day if you are retired or have some time off from work and like to drive uh we'll pay for the gas and a hotel for you to stay in on the way down um drive down in advance work with us and then drive back afterwards um, you would definitely be on my good, 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 good list if you could do that. So, um, in fact, I'm even, I'll even tell Santa, I mean, you you can sign up early and get Santa will help you on that one. So, um, Adam, you want to talk briefly about our first meeting? We had a meeting, I guess it was two weeks ago now. It seems like. Forever. Yeah. So we had a pretty good turnout. Um, Dr. Mahar and Reed McElfresh and myself talked about our scouting trip and what we saw, um, which we shared with you guys on our previous podcast. We talked a little bit about the area that we're going to be working in, in Dickinson. We talked about uh, just kind of what we did, what we saw, uh, the areas that we might be working in. So we know. So why don't we just quickly, what did we see? So we saw that inside the, the city itself, um, there's definitely a lot of the parts seem like they have already been cleaned up um within the city limits of houston it almost seems like there there was no problem to begin with uh well, in, parts. Well, in, in parts in parts in parts there's pockets but the majority of places um have made a, a very good recovery effort so far uh which is great but that means no work so places that we are looking at going northeast houston has a great need for um for help a lot of the the people up there have not yet received uh, any assistance. There's, we saw some people that were living in their homes and that the homes had been exactly how they had found them when they returned after the hurricane, and they've been living there for a month or so. So northeast Houston, uh, and then down south of Houston. And just, just as a point in there, when you say they found, just as they found them, there was mold everywhere. There yeah, was... absolutely. The, the floors were... Uh, were ripped up the walls were um so the, were water stained you could see on the outside of of some of the homes the line where the water had went up to during flooding um 
and the, they were living in them. Yeah, so. the yeah. the stench of the mold inside of the house was overwhelming. Um, nobody should even be in that house without a mask on. Yet people had been living there for for a month, um, just like going through their daily routine. So, which which gets me to a point, and I think it's a good to mention this at least. We um, some of the facts I told you there have been a, a bunch of articles in the last couple of days um, on the recovery from Harvey and just it's it's taken a while to get the numbers but they've estimated now over a trillion gallons of water fell of rain fell um amazing um somewhere between 500,000 and a million vehicles were damaged by the the rain um over and, th- and this one is a hard fast number over 886,000 Texans applied for some aid for from the storm wow um, so think about it. that's that's almost a million. Um, and yeah. to 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 make things worse, there are estimates as high as another half million to six hundred thousand of undocumented um, immigrants, and that couldn't apply. So we're talking probably over a million people, uh, well over a million. Um, there are at least, and this is the minimum. I mean, there's probably many more. And as you said, people are living in homes that they shouldn't be. But at minimum, as of I guess this is November 1st, 51,000 people are still um, living in hotels from the, because their homes are not fit to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, an estimated, again, minimum 26,000 um, are also still displaced, either sleeping in tents or uh, et cetera. And we have no real idea for sure of how many people are staying with family, et cetera. So <laughs> I would say it's a rough estimate. We're still talking about a hundred thousand people, um, and it, it may be a little less, maybe a little more. But as a rough point of estimate, a hundred thousand people are still probably not back in their homes. Um, that's a lot, and um, it's taking a while. People are getting upset. Um, the Porter Sansas area, which was hit very hard, all hands was working down there. Um, they they said that a hundred homes were affected and only five people have been approved for temporary FEMA homes this time. Wow. Um, so, oh, sorry, five families, not five people, five families. Oh, okay. But still, I mean. Yeah, that's not very many. Um, unless they're families of 20 each, mm-hmm. we're still pretty low. So, um, lots of work. And I think that, that's been the over, everyone I talk to down there uh, keeps saying the same thing. Um, it is totally out of sight, out of mind. People are not thinking about it. Volunteers are largely not coming out from, you know, when was the last time, and I, I don't know, unless you go specifically looking for an article, when was the last time you heard or read or saw anything on her? Not on her for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it really is out of sight, out of mind, I think, right now. And consequently, the need is still there, and we would really like to fill that need. So people come with us. Come, come, come with us. How... Um, if someone is on the fence, how are we going to do this? How people are going to go? They're going to fly down. Yep. So preferably to Hobby Hobby Airport. Preferably to Hobby Airport, which is like eighteen miles yeah. or so from from where we're going to be working in Dickinson. So, uh, if if you um if you have to, we could also get people from from the Bush Airport. But hobby would be preferred. And probably only once a day. So you may sit in the Bush Airport for multiple hours um, before you, we can get to you. It's, it's a good, yeah. good distance away. It's probably 48 minutes plus traffic. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, or so I, I, yeah. At least I, I would I would say it's well over an hour personally, but yeah. So uh, around the the twenty third, we'll have twenty um, third of February. February, we will have people uh, coming to pick people up at the airport. On I would guess the twenty fourth, we'll start work. Um, maybe depending on when people get there, the twenty third start something. But yeah, sure. Uh, definitely the twenty fourth will be the first major work day. And um, if you can't make it for the entire trip, which we know that is the case for some, come for part of it. We will be able to pick people up at the airport, take them back to the airport. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I know some, uh, I just talked this week, a couple people are driving in um, from the Dallas area. We, we, we've worked numerous times there. Bill Hammond and Bob McGrath, they have a crew that's coming down. Um, Excellent. Yeah, So the, the, and I don't think they'll be there the entire time. And just as a, a data point here, uh, if you think you can't do something, Bob McGrath um, is in his mid-80s now. I'm not exactly sure how old he is, and he will still be out working and taking care. I mean, he's just a great guy, and he'll be out there. Um, um, Bill Hammond tore his rotator cuff, had surgery recently. He doesn't know what he can do besides drive and take pictures, but he will be there. Um, so it, you don't need to be, uh, you know, have incredible carpentry skills to come. Yeah, absolutely. We um we also said we're going to look into maybe having people uh, distribute from Pastor Amos's church. Is that mm-hmm. right? Correct. So yeah. you don't necessarily have to uh, if if you physically can't or not good at, at skilled labor, manual labor, then there's definitely still opportunities for you to help. So please still come out. Yeah. So um, other thing, I mean, I, I guess the how would you go about signing up? So what do you do? You go to boundaryspons.org. There's a Google form that you can sign up on, and that'll put you into our database for interested people. And that is how we get your information so that we can send you information on meetings, on updates on Houston, on anything we need to get in contact with you, with, with you about. Sorry. Yeah. So definitely go on to bonresponses.com, sign up on, on the Google form so we can get your information and get you in the loop. And my recommendation um, is twofold. One, go ahead and buy tickets. I don't need you. Don't need to get approval from me. Um, go ahead, buy your plane tickets. Get in on the twenty third or the twenty fourth um, of February. Leave on the either the third or I would say the third. I'm leaving on the third, so I'm not exactly sure how people are going to get back on the fourth. So, um, but hey, if you can get a driver, you Uber works. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> It's fine. I mean, all you have to do is get to the airport. There will be people down there. I would imagine someone from the church can drive you, et cetera. It is Mount Olive Baptist Church. Um, it's a really, it's a nice community. The, the people are wonderful. And I think we can make a real impact. And Absolutely. I think that's, that's um, the point of being there. Do you have, I, I honestly don't know the answer to this question. Do you have any updates of conversations with Pastor Amos since our last podcast? Uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly when our last podcast was, but I, I talked to him and I talked with people from Jesse Tree. Um, and I know Jesse Tree specifically said that th- they're the ones who are saying that there's just no anything happening anymore from outside of the area. Uh, people in the area are working, but they're not getting volunteers from outside, uh, etc. Um, I know Amos, uh, Pastor Amos, I talked to him. Um, actually, I guess I texted with him. I didn't actually talk, but um, he said that he has some groups coming in that will hopefully be working on the, um, I guess, rehabilitating, if you will, the area we will be staying in. So we'll be, have a place to stay. Um, it's not going to be fancy. It's, it's you know, it's not 
It's not a it's not a hotel. So if you do want to stay in a hotel, by all means, to get in a hotel, um, I will say you'll have to have a car or something because we're not driving people to hotels. But if you rent a car, want to stay in a hotel instead of staying with us, um, our feelings won't be hurt. I do think you'll be missing out on a lot of fun, but our feelings will not be hurt, and uh, you can you can go back there and sleep in a hotel and come back to work every morning. That's fine. Um, so yeah, so what he was saying was that people will be doing this for years. I mean, it's not, the recovery is nowhere near done. Um, he is on several long-range planning committees in, with different towns in the area. Um, and it's just going to be a long time. It just takes a while. People don't have drywall. They don't have money to buy drywall. They don't have, you know, unlike most of the hurricanes we've worked on, um, most of the damage has was just water here. There wasn't incredible, and I'm sure there's some, <clears throat> But not there's not millions of trees down. There's not you know enormous roof damage. It is much more. Wow, that's a lot of water that caused flooding. So it's a the work is a little different than normal. Um, and most of it, and I would hope by then almost all of the homes would be gutted. So we're not going to be necessarily gutting so much, but rather putting up, rebuilding. So that's fun. Um, it's it's always good to be able to get people back in their homes, and I'm hoping we'll. We'll be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know, it's a lot of water if you uh, if you listen to or watch the interview that we put on online with Pastor Amos, where he told us that they were actually using the overpass on the highway for a boat launch. Yeah. So if you need a, a visual representation of how much water there was, that'll imagine the closest highway to you and how tall the overpass is, and then double it because Texas overpasses are really tall. They really are. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how much everything's water there bigger was. in Texas. Right? Absolutely. So, including the tacos. <laughs> and the other thing, just for a fun perspective, I think um, it is going to be a lot of work. There's no question. Boundary response trips are hard. They're not, you know, they're, they're long days. They're hard work. But we will try to ha- allow everyone to have a half day off at some point. It probably won't be all together. We'll probably break it up. So different people on different days. And you'll have you'll be sign up. Some people want to go, whatever, go down to the, see the Gulf Coast. Uh, some people might want to go shopping. Some people might want to go sightseeing. Some people might just want to take a nap. I don't know. Um, but to that degree, it will, there will be some fun as well. And, oh, by the way, it's usually warmer in Texas than it is in only in, in Yeah, in, in the late February. Yeah, yeah, there's none of that white stuff on the ground in yeah. Texas around that time. Yeah. So if you're looking to... Uh, well, there's some sand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... All right. Well, hey, th- uh, like everyone, please come with us. Please get your friends to come with us. Um, if you can't come with us, you might want to make a donation to let someone else so we can subsidize uh, the, the the food. All the, once you get there, everything's paid for. So food is paid for, housing, shelter, all of that stuff is paid for. Um, you really, it's gonna be a cheap cheap trip. I mean, you fly in, um, we pick you up. Um, there's there's no ground transportation charges, etc. And uh, you think you're good. So. Absolutely. Come with. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much. And we will hopefully be a little more regular in these podcasts. So talk to you later, yeah, absolutely. everyone. See ya.